developing a what? A faith that works. Now, a lot of us may say, I have faith. But the question is, amen. Is it working for you? <laughs> Ask your neighbor, is that working for you? Is that faith working for you? And so this is what we're getting ready to do. We're getting ready to talk about developing a faith that what? That works. And so my our goal in this series is to go through the book of James. We're going to take a seminary bird's eye view of the book of James. Amen. We're going to look at it from more of a thematic practical application point of view. Did you hear what I said? Because I'm going to come up on an exam somewhere. Amen. Uh, what, what point of view are we looking at? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Thematic. Amen. Practical. Amen. Point of view. In other words, there are certain themes throughout the book of James but the theme will be tied into developing a faith that works. You know, a lot of us have faith, and as I said earlier, but the question is, is our faith really working for us? A lot of us may be wondering, why me, or why is my life turning out the way it is? Maybe you've lost faith. Oh, come on, help me somebody. Maybe your faith... Amen, is not intact. And so, in other words, in order for us to move forward in this Christian life, you and I, we need to develop our faith. Now, the question is, and we'll look at here in a minute, what is faith? All right? Now, remember, Bible declares what faith is. We'll look at that here in a minute. But we need to develop a faith that's actually working for us. Amen. And so tonight, to this morning, we're going to get into it. We're going to be, we're going to spend 15 weeks here. Amen. There's 15 parts to this study. Amen. And so, um, you know, we may be here a little bit longer. <laughs> we were on Satan for about seven, eight months, you know, close to about seven, eight months. Now, if you don't understand the strategies of Satan by now, well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. So let's pray together and we'll give God thanks. Lord, we thank you so much. We're grateful for the opportunity and privilege to call upon your name. Forgive us of our sins, clear our minds and hearts today. And Lord, I'm asking in the name of Jesus that you would bless the teaching of your word. Touch the hearts of your people. Touch those that are watching via the internet. And Lord, we're grateful for this time together. Speak now, Lord, we're listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. Amen. Amen. So uh, let's do this. Uh, if you look at your handout, uh, I want to, we're going to do an overview this morning of the book of James. Go to page number two and, and somebody read that for me. And so the first thing we want to talk about is the fact that James was written by the brother of Jesus. Amen. It was written at a time when Christians were being persecuted, amen, and scattered all over 
Amen. Uh, all over. They were being scattered all over from Jerusalem out. Uh, they were being persecuted simply because Nero had burnt down Rome and he had blamed, he needed somebody to blame. So he was blaming the Christians. Now, the persecution that they were going through at this particular time, uh, they were going through the kind of persecution that I don't think you and I could really handle. Uh, they were being hung upside down on crosses. Uh, they were taking animal skins and they were skinning animals, putting it on people who claimed to be Christians, and then burning them alive. This is the persecution in the context that James is writing in. If you declared that you were a Christian, they would give you an opportunity to renounce Christ, amen, to say that, or to curse Christ. And so I wanted you to understand the, the historical context Amen. Because it's important for you to understand the context so you know why James is saying what he's saying. But I want to want you to write something down in your uh, in your uh, in your notes for me that the book of James is a manual on maturity. It is a what manual on what maturity. Now, here's the thing. Many of us, when we come under pressure, we unravel. When we come under pressure, we show our true characters. But we also show where we are in respects to our maturity. And, and saints, I want to tell you something. Um... Many of us may not really know where we are in our Christian journeys as it pertains to maturity. When you panic under pressure, which I'm going to deal with that today, uh, it, it's a sign, it's a clear sign that you still have some growing to do. Amen? It doesn't mean you're not a Christian. So if you have your Bible, go to... Uh, go, let's go to, let's do this first. Let, let's do this. Uh, go to, go to, go to Hebrews chapter 11 for me first. I, I, I was, I was going to go one place, but then I thought about something else. Hebrews chapter 11. And let's look at this together. I got so much to talk about. I, it's like I don't know where to start. I, you know, I get excited about new series, you know. I want somebody to read that for me. And then I want to show you something. Uh, one second. Hmm? First verse, yes. Now look what it says. Now, faith is what? Okay. Hmm. 
Okay, so so look what it says. Now, faith is the assurance of things what? What does that mean? Okay, watch this. Anybody else? Text says, now faith is the assurance. So when I say to you, you have the assurance of salvation, what am I saying? Right, that you can be, the assurance of salvation means that you're saved and you never become unsaved. You can be sure of that, right? You can be sure, amen, of what? Of that. If I were to say to you, what's your address? And you give me your address, I I would say you're sure, are you sure that you live there? Right, you're positive, right? That when you drive home, you're driving home to what? To your house. You are sure of that. All right, I want you to keep that definition in your mind. So faith is the assurance. Watch this. I'm sure. The assurance of what? Of things what? Ah, stop right there. Now, the things hoped for are the things that I haven't gotten yet. Y'all heard what I said? Let me see if I can say that one more time. Let me give you a definition for the word hope. You ready for this? First of all, hope is what I call confident expectation. Confident expectation. You got that? What is it? Confident expectation. I'm so sure that I'm my hope, my confident, my confidence is this. I'm going to dealership. All right, let's just use the dealership for a minute. Right? I I I I know my I know my credit is good. Amen. I know I got my down payment, right? Amen. And I'm going to the dealership and I'm confident that guess what? I'm gonna get approved for this call. Amen. Now watch this. Flip flip the coin for a minute. My credit ain't all that good. But I have all the money for the down payment. But here's the thing. I prayed about it. Amen. And I believe that somehow, somewhere, in somebody or somebody, something, amen, that I'm going to get this car. You ever had that kind of confidence? Amen. And so you go in there. Y'all ain't trying to hear me today. I understand. Y'all in ate breakfast. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. And I walk in there, right? And guess what? They tell me I'm approved. Even though everything in man's eyes looked like it wasn't going to happen. But God saw fit that this is what he wanted you to have. Amen. So watch this. So watch this. 
What's going on? All right, so so watch this. So here it is. Confidence, right? Hope is what? Confident. Hope is what? Hope is... And oftentimes what I find out with people is that they lose hope in the midst of, watch this, in the midst of their going and hoping. All right? Watch this. He says, it is the assurance of things what hope for and the what and the what now now let me let me help you with this right here let, let, are you catching this are you catching this yet have you caught anything yet amen now let me tell you about this word conviction now you want to write this down now so what is assurance sure thing what is hope a confident ex- expectation. I'm sure that the thing that I believe to happen to me is going to happen. My finances, my faith, my family, amen, my future, all of that, I have hope because of who I'm hoping in. See, here's the thing. We're not just talking about being sure just You are putting your hope in God. And when we say, oh, it ain't never going to happen for me, we're saying that the God we serve is not capable of doing what he said he's going to do. Are y'all with me? Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He says, it is the conviction of what? Things what so watch what he says he says it is the actual proof that word conviction means proof or it literally means to test now I don't know about you this morning but I have proof oh I don't think you hear what I'm saying to you in my life that faith does work. But I'm going to ask you a question today. 
Why is faith not working in your life? How come you're looking at your situation and you have no hope? I believe because we've put our trust in the wrong person or in the wrong thing. Because as we break down the definition of faith, He says, there's some things when I approach God, I'm already believing that it's going to happen. Because I have proof that the things I don't see, the Bible says in Colossians Colossians chapter 3, that God made the world out of nothing. He took nothing and made something out of it. Watch this. Here's the point. The point is, who are you placing your trust in and who are you really relying on as it pertains to your faith? Are y'all with me? Watch this. Watch this for a minute. Watch what he says. He says, he says, by faith, uh uh-huh, for by it, by what? By, By what? By faith. The men of old gain what? Approval. Now, when I, when I'm, what we're talking about in this study is developing a faith that works. So the first thing we have to conclude this morning, if we're going to start developing a faith that works, we have to start applying the definition of faith in our lives. So therefore, it's time for you to stop doubting. It's time for you and I to start believing that the God that promises is the God that will deliver. Now watch this, that I'm sure and I have a confident expectation. Now, Let me go back to the bad credit thing. Now, here's the thing. See, what we try to do is we try to make God a magician. Amen. Now, if you got a 560 score, don't be trying to go try to get no brand new car talking about, I got faith. I don't think you hear what I'm trying to say. In other words, 560 says you're not credit worthy. So you may need to save up your money and get you a cash call. And I believe that God can send you to the right place to get you a what? Cash call. So don't make God into a magician or genie. See, oftentimes we say faith. But the stuff that we have already done previously, watch this, puts us as a disadvantage. And what God will tell you to do first is do the right thing first before you try to do the wrong thing. Are y'all with me? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. This word, this word conviction, as I told you, it means what? Proof. 
My question is to you this morning is this. Has God... Uh, I'm going to ask you what. I'm going to ask you one more time. Has God... See, some of you struggle with giving because you have, for some reason, overlooked the proof that God has blessed you. You you still got a job when you shouldn't have a job today. Amen. As much as you done messed up. Amen. Listen, God has done some things for you and he has given you proof. But still we want more. See, that's what the problem is with us. We want more. Watch this. But we don't want to have faith in God. See? See, we have faith for what we want. But when it comes down to God, when it comes down to your walk, saints, you got to remember this. You got to do it all by faith. Listen, he says the things not seen. Watch this. Watch this. He says, by faith, the men of old gain what? They gain what? Now, now let me tell you what that word approval means. It's not, it's not like that. Let me tell you what that word means. You need to write this down. That word means to be a witness. In other words, they witnessed it with their own eyes. You know what God was doing here in Hebrews 11? He was given us, this is called the hall of faith. Hebrews chapter 11, it's called the hall of faith. It is God given us an example of the people in the Bible who had faith and their faith worked for them. Hello, somebody. And here's the thing, if, 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 if I need any example, it would be the example from those who had exercised faith and have seen it applied to their lives. In other words, they made the hall of faith. The Bible gives us a list of names and and you can read the rest of it by yourself, but all through this chapter we find that God is showing us That even in impossible situations with people who were broken, people who were not perfect, people who were jacked up, if you want me to use today's language, but watch this. But yet, there's one thing that distinguished them from everybody else is the fact that they walked by faith. It, It is the fact that they developed their faith in such a way that guess what? They were able to walk with God and they were able to see the miracles of God because they had complete faith in God. Saints, I believe that's what our issue is today. I believe that we need to develop our faith. And, and look what he says. He says they gain what? Approval. Look what it says in verse 3. By faith what? We understand that the worlds were prepared by what? By the word of God. Did you see that? In other words, God, before the world came into existence, 
God spoke it into existence. If you go back to Genesis 1, he says, in the beginning, God created, but before he created, he spoke it by faith. Are y'all with me? He says, he says it, will, it was prepared by the word of God so that what is seen, watch this, was not made out of things which are what? How do you create something greater for your life? By the word of God, by faith. If you want to dig yourself out of your situation, if you want to rise above where you are right now in life, if you want to live a victorious life, Christian life, guess what? You have to do it by faith. You have to stop being, watch this, uh, Stop being judgmental. Stop condemning yourself. Stop thinking that it's not going to work. I tried it. It didn't work for me. That's a trick of the enemy. And the enemy wants us to believe that this faith. But listen, he says he shows us by faith what happened. What happened? The worlds were prepared. Oh, come on, help me somebody. Listen, if you want to accomplish something greater for your life, you got to get in the word of God, but you got to start speaking it by faith. You have to say, I'm going to rise above this situation by faith. Amen. But you have to go to God's word and you have to use God's word as the, as the blueprint for your faith move. Are y'all with me? He says, he says that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of that things which were what? Visible. So think about this. He says it in verse one. It is the conviction of things not seen. Let me say this to you. It's not faith if you can see it. And oftentimes we want proof beforehand. Oh, come on, somebody. When we should go back as to look at what God has done before. Hello, somebody. And the proof is in his record that he has in your life. Are y'all with me today? So before we can go forward and ask ourselves how to develop faith, We have to first define faith. So let me ask you a question. What is faith this morning? What is faith? What does faith mean to you? Come on, talk back to me. So I got to make sure you're getting this. There you go. I've already went out and bought my daughter. I told her I was going to get her a car, right? She had all confidence in that, right? She went to the store and she bought her a keychain for her keys. I don't think you had a little fluffy keychain 
for her keys. I told her, I said, I ain't got the car yet, but you're going to get it there. I, I have, I have, I, yeah, she had confidence in the one who, this is why your word is so important. This is why if you say something to me, but if you promise something to God, that you keep your word. Because people put confidence in what you say. But what we have to do is put confidence in what God says. Because sometimes people are just talking. Come on, anybody else? I heard from you. Great job. Let me hear somebody else. Go ahead. (laughs) What is faith? What is your understanding now of faith? Stop worrying. Stop doubting. I don't see what my children become yet. Right now, they look like they're a mess. But I have the confidence in what God says, train up a child in the way he must go. And when he's old, he should not depart from it. And I'm standing on the promise that God made because he's the one that made the promise. Watch this. And now I'm going to believe that in due season, guess what? They will end up the way God wants them to end up. Are y'all with me? That, that's fine too. That's, if you're next, that's fine. Okay, so that's your confidence. Because I don't see it yet. People don't see when they, when they sow into the ministry, when they give, they don't see it happening. But, but you have to always do it by what? By faith. I don't see it happening. I don't know it's going to happen. And listen, that doubt... Can, 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 listen, it can, it can infect you so much that everything that you know about God can be pushed to the side. And, and I, I'm going to show you something today in my message. Watch it. And, and you could get to a place where you just stop believing altogether. Some of us say we're Christians, but we don't ever come to church. How can you claim the name of God? But you're not committed to him. Hello, somebody. Are y'all with me today? By faith, it takes what? Faith. Right. Because you're putting an expectation on God. When you have to do it, when you have to, when you have to do it by faith, see what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with being detailed, but you got to look at all of the deep, all of the integral parts to what you're asking for. Because you're, like I said, you're asking for, for a new house, right? But you know, you don't have the finance to afford it, but you're asking for a new house. It doesn't mean that God can't give you a new house. But ask, watch this, by faith, Lord, show me what I can afford. See, God will do stuff like that. And But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It goes back to one word that we're going to look at here in a minute. But I first needed to define faith. Right? It is what? It is the what? First of all, it's what? Assurance. Assurance. I think you said something there. Because watch this. When it doesn't happen the way we want it to happen, we lose assurance. 
it does not mean that God wasn't going to answer. It just means that he wasn't going to answer then. I've had people who told me they prayed for stuff. Oh, come on, somebody. They prayed for stuff in the past. And it was held up. I think, I think it was you yesterday, right? It was held up for about a month or two. But God, what, what was a delay, hello somebody, what seemed like a denial was a delay, and then God in his time knew when you needed it, and he gave it to you right on time. Tell me that ain't a God that loves you. And sometimes we're thinking God is just holding back stuff from us. I couldn't even have that kind of mindset against God. God, I'm talking about. I don't know what God you're serving, but I hope it's the God of the Bible because we ought to have a, a respect for him that supersedes what's in our minds. How can the cre- creature get mad at the creator? You're bold. That's what I say. A- amen. So let's look at this for a minute. Look at your handout. It says, without a doubt, probably the number one cause of problems in the world is what? Page two, immaturity. I've counseled hundreds of couples regarding marriage. The number one marriage problem is people just need to what? Underline it, highlight it, do something with it. They need to what? Need to grow up. You know what it said? They need to what? They are acting what? Immature. Some of the things that we do in church today is immaturity. Well, this person didn't put the table like that, and so you mad. That's immature. That's baby stuff. People throw tantrums. Oh, I ain't doing it no more. <laughs> Just throw the paper up in the air. You know what I mean? You know, I ain't doing it no more. Oh, what? <laughs> Why aren't you doing it no more? Because you're upset. No, you're immature. See, God ain't doing what he wants to do. God, God ain't showing up in my situation. God, listen, you have no faith, number one. And on top of that, you're immature. What do children do, y'all? They throw tantrums. Hello, somebody. Watch this. We get ourselves in all kinds of problems by what? Saying what? Saying immature things. Making immature decisions, acting in immature ways, we just need to what? Tell your neighbor we got to grow up. We got to grow up. See, here's the thing. Go back to back to your, your outline. Go back to page one. I just wanted you to get you that. God will. God's will for every person is that they what? Is personal growth and what? Maturity. The book of James I defines what maturity means. So the first thing is, let me tell you what maturity is not. First, one, first fill in the blank. Um, first, I don't know. Uh, first thing is maturity isn't 
or is not age. Write that down. Doesn't matter how long you've been alive. I know you have experience, but you're probably not mature. I know some people who are 70, 60, and they act, still act like children. Are you with me? How long you've lived being a Christian, not everyone who grows old grows up. Are y'all with me? Listen, you may know some things, and I don't discredit that. You may have experienced things, and experience teaches you a lot. But here's the thing. Oftentimes, I found out that people, amen, who are older, who are stuck in their ways, are not mature. Are y'all with me? And what God is saying to us is that just because you've been in church for 15 years, 20 years, doesn't mean you're actually mature. Are you with me? The next thing that maturity isn't, it is, it's not appearance, how you look. Write that down. Physically, you may, you know, some may look.